Hello, and welcome to another episode of We Love Gymnastics, hosted by Michaela Soul Speed and Mr. Internet Points himself, me, Alex. So, if you guys have been, you know, listening recently, we started a whole Fisk University like interview marathon, and we are almost done with it, almost, I believe, well, with the first wave of it at least. And it's been an amazing time. Um, this conversation in particular is one of the more heavier ones. Um, Brianna Daniels is an incredible, incredible gymnast. She's a beautiful soul. And, you know, oftentimes, if you follow me on any social media, I am constantly taking up umbrage with the fact that the adults in charge are just not giving your honor. They're not doing anything for these athletes. And they're, in fact, making it an even worse environment for them to be able to thrive in. And that's pretty much what happened with Brianna. She's an athlete that deserved better, deserves better. And I just, Brianna, my heart goes out to you. You know it does. Um, I'm happy that you finally are moving to a place that, you know, that's Klaus, that finally appreciates you for the incredible individual and athlete you are because you deserve the world. And well, yeah, I'll, I'll stop talking because Klaus is happy breathing again. Say hi, Klaus. Great. Hope you guys enjoy this. See you at the mid roll. I mean, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it, no intro. I'm here with this gorgeous. I'm just, I can't. She's <laughs> Brianna Daniels, everybody. Hi. Clap, 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 clap. Clap, are you gonna clap? <laughs> gonna clap? Fantastic. He, my dog, of course. Um, so uh-huh. let me fix. Is this better? Can you hear me better? Yeah. Not as like staticky. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um. We've been talking, waiting on Miss Michaela, who, Michaela, shout out to you whenever you show up. Uh, in her own words, Michaela is a free woman. She's been emancipated from her job. She quit. And so we're waiting on her to get home. Now, we've been having a conversation and I am just shocked. Like, I, like, we, like I, there's stories all over the gym internet about things that happen. But this, this, y'all, I can't. So, Brianna... Before let's get started. Will you please tell everybody who you are, what year you are, if you're a transfer, you're a transfer, what school you're going to, um, you're coming from, to Fisk, and what events you do, and all that. Please introduce yourself. Um, I'm I'm Brianna Daniels. I'm an incoming junior. Um, I do vault, beam, and floor, and I'm transferring from Southern Connecticut State University in New Haven, Connecticut. She is part of this. gorgeous uh, class picture of black gymnast behind behind us and that in itself is beautiful but as we've made it through this year we've heard several stories from you know different sides of the sport and yours is one that i am as you've been telling me little bits and, bits and pieces of it 
I'm in, I'm, I'm shaking. I'm in, I, I cannot for the life of me even begin to, like, you are so strong. You are, you are a Titan. You're not like, you're not an icon. You are a <laughs> Titan on how much you are just infallible. So I don't know where you want to start necessarily, but I'm going to give you the floor and just go, go off because you deserve your peace. And today we're going to get it for you. At least try. So go ahead. Go ahead, Mama. I'll even look. I'll even give you the entire floor. Go ahead, Mama. <laughs> um, so I started gymnastics. Um, I'll just start there. I started gymnastics when I was little. Um, my mom was actually um, a dancer. She went to Clark Atlanta and she danced at Spelman in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. So when she had me, obviously, she wanted to put her daughter in dance because what mom doesn't. But I also did the Mommy and Me classes at um, Harrisburg Gymnastics, and obviously my heart took me that path. And sorry, Mom, but I do love gymnastics. I really do. Um, but the dance background is cool. It's good to have. Yeah, it is. No, I do love dance, actually. But I just, I love tumbling and, like, being dangerous as well. <laughs> I feel like dance is just more, like, tedious. Like, you have to be, like, on point. And yeah. I wasn't that. <laughs> No, I understand. I mean, a lot of us look, look, I, I have two left feet, but man, I'm a trier. I'm a trier. You know what I mean? Um, so how was uh, club gymnastics for you? Like, was it? Um, yeah, like, just go ahead. Because that's a little really question, like, I feel like. No, yeah. Growing up, it was like, I was basically the only colored gymnast on my team. There was a few. But, I mean, it was lonely at times. Um, I It was hard for me to, like, identify myself and who I truly was because I didn't really have that, you know, other person. I mean, as time came on, I did have friends, like, of color that started coming on the team. But, like, for the majority of it, like, I really was the only one. But they really didn't make me feel any less. Um, my coaches, they made me feel included, my teammates. So that part, that I had a good, like, time growing up like it was fine like I actually got to enjoy the sport and enjoy a bond with my teammates and coaches so it just was when I went to college yeah <laughs> no I, I was thinking you know because I, I I heard bits and pieces of this but I, I didn't know the complexity of and just uh, I'm sorry y'all believe it's how we can at and post the fuckery that went down because there's no other word for it at the end of the day it's like it it's okay. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. My, my head is like literally on fire because I, I you go to college thinking that because you know, as you as you said, you grew up in Pennsylvania. Um, mm -hmm. Quakers, uh, Quaker Oats, all around you, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, very, 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 very white. Very, you know, again, um, being felt othered. How? I try not to like curse. I'm trying not to like go off because I I would love to, but I know we're keeping it cute, keeping it cordial. <laughs> Tell everybody what you told me. How like you know you grew up in Pennsylvania and how that affected how you looked at gymnastics. But then you, having given this opportunity to go compete gymnastics in the South, you were like, oh, let's do this. I'm down. Go ahead. Um. So. Do you want me like to go into like college, like when I went to college? Yes. Or? Yeah. You, you don't have to mention names like you did earlier. Okay. You know, if you don't feel comfortable doing that, then don't do that. But okay. whatever you feel comfortable 
sharing with people. Go ahead. Uh, um, well, I am a transfer from a PWI um, because my experience growing up was honestly okay. Like, I don't really have any, I don't have anything negative to say. It was mostly when I, my heart shattered when I went to this PWI because um, I did the first year I actually was okay. It was that I take that back. The fall of 2020 was okay. And then that when the shift of new people coming in, the people that my old coach at the time had recruited coming in, that's when things took a shift for the turn. Um, spring 2021, um, always working my butt off. Um, slave, slave, just, slave. <laughs> I just really just started to feel like unnoticed. Um, I really lost myself especially this past year, sophomore year, which was really the turning point. Um, a situation happened back in spring 2021. Um, it wasn't the best involved in administration and me almost losing my spot on the team. It was a really hard time for me. I had lost my Nana. Um, the only thing that like made me happy, which was doing gymnastics, I couldn't even do that because of things that happened, lies on my name, um, things that... I, I, my coach at the time wouldn't even speak to me about it or hear my side. It was just, you're not allowed back, this, that. Um, pretty much when I came back sophomore year, I learned to put on a different face, be something I'm not, to appease the people that I had to be around, to appease not to be seen as a stereotype, as an angry black woman. Um, it was really hard. Um, I would go home to my apartment that I was at and cry every night. Um, I really lost, like, I, when I say I lost myself, I lost myself, like, there was a week where I wanted to kill myself. I wanted to end my life, and I'm being completely honest. Um, My mom was actually on the phone with me every night. My grandma, they were so worried. They literally thought that I was going to end my life. I had to have my boyfriend stay with me because I didn't want to get up. I didn't want to do anything. I was just so depressed. And I tried to contact my coach, no answer. Um, pretty much get through it yourself. Um, that didn't help at all. Um, and this is a man of color as well. Like, as, as someone of color, you you trust him, like, okay, has my back. You know, this has to be some sort of, like, connection or, or whatever. And no. There was absolutely no connection between us. And before I like, this is my own experience. I understand that other people out there might have their own other experiences with this man. But for me personally, this is mine and this is my story. So I'm going to say how I feel. Um, I just cannot, I couldn't deal with the microaggressions anymore. There was really a turning point. I was making lineups. Um, I was doing events like, but I, there was no joy in me competing. And I've never felt that in my life doing gymnastics. I was so numb to the sport that I just was doing it. I literally would salute to the judge. I felt nothing. I felt no joy, no excitement. I would land salute. It would just be like, okay, like what's next week? Like it was just like nothing. Like I, I would find any excuse not to go into that gym. Um, it was really just disheartening. Um, I had no relationships with my teammates. I had one. Um, her name is Bianca Leone. I love her to death. Um, I still talk to her to this day. She is to Bianca. My Puerto She's my Puerto Rican queen. She actually was on the national team for Puerto Rico, and I love oh. her so much. She is the one who got me through this. She experienced the same things, like 
this hate from the team. Like, they didn't like her. They wouldn't talk to her. She came into the team after Melanie's death. They wouldn't speak to her at all. None of the teammates, none of her teammates, they wouldn't acknowledge her. So Bianca is out here doing her own thing. And Bianca's a queen. She slays. I love her. But if it wasn't for her, I would have not made it at all. I would have went home. <laughs> like, she was my rock. Like, and I hope she's watching this because I love her. But she was literally my rock. And without her, there would have been no way. Um, the microaggressions, the constant comparing of my skin color to other people who aren't of color. Um, just the little things, saying the N-word when you're not a person, uh, you're not black. Um, it just wasn't, it wasn't it anymore. And I had to shut myself off. I couldn't, if I said something, I was scared that I would get kicked off because... I was told that I was already on a strike and administration was watching me, which wasn't true because I went to the athletic director and he said, no one's watching you. You're doing fine. It's like, what are you talking I about? News to me. Yeah, like, I, he literally went, he was like, what are you talking about? So, like, that right there just went to show me, like, wow, like, you really have it out for me and I did nothing to you. I came in from start to finish to do what I, to do what I love, to show, to prove to you that I love this sport, like, the acknowledgement that my coach was giving to girls that wouldn't even do their skills, but they would get praised. But meanwhile, I'm like going day after day out. That's why it just totally started to drop off, like the motivation. I would find an excuse not to go. I wouldn't care because it's like, why am I going to sit here and bust my butt and you don't even care? Like I'm out here trying to schedule times to go in before and after practice to work out with you, to get my skills better, to progress like you had promised me when I called you and like I was like hey can I get recruited like all this like it just wasn't fulfilled but I was seeing it fulfilled for the other girls but for me it was just like nah like it just was always put on the back burner and you know that really gets to someone's mental like health and like self-esteem because like then then it starts to be like oh like I'm not even good like I suck and that's what I had in my head for this past year like I suck like I'm not good Hello, trying something new. Um, welcome to our mid-roll. <laughs> if you haven't heard yet, we have all new designs in our We Love Gymnastics merch store. Honey, if you're into like Renaissance pieces of gymnasts such as the Mona Ross or the Kyla Lisa, whichever I called it, or you know, you're looking for, I don't know, something cute like a, a Fire Them shirt, which has, you know, uh, people like uh, Manfred Waller and Dana Duckworth, who are now crossed out because we did the damn thing. And have people on there still to go like, you know, I don't know, Jeff Graeba and uh, Amy Smith and um, whoever else it might be. I implore you, go check it out on our website, addictsinc.org. And get this, get this. Look, come here, come here. Closer, closer, closer. If you spend $40, actually $39, girl. If you spend $39, Free shipping. Free. Free shipping. Free shipping. I know. I know. I know. Free shipping. I love that sound. That's my favorite song. Free. I love that song. Anywho, um, thank you for listening to our metro. And back to the action. And I don't I, I don't know. First of all, I, I have no idea how you would ever think that because you are you are insane, okay? You are literally next level. Someone, as someone who has, has to sit here and like literally go through videos of every single black gymnast in the entire like country, 
you are insane. Like, I don't you you the fact that you haven't been recruited at a bigger school, first off, let's let's have that conversation. Two, the fact that you went through all that and still, still you were you were made to feel like othered by a coach of color, it's just it's beyond me. Like you are one of the gymnasts that I would had I been a coach, bubble wrap the entire time. So you you know what I mean? Like you yeah. your caliber. Shout out to Coco Jones, amazing song. Love that song. Like your caliber of just like as an individual, as an athlete, and just as an all-around person, like please slay. It's just it's, it's you're undeniable. You're undeniable. And that's one of those things like I mean, protect gymnasts of color at all costs. And why are there so many flies? What the fuck? Like protect gymnasts of color at all costs. Period. Because yeah. they're going through so much shit that you, you you guys are just not aware of. And I I'm trying to be messy right now because what you've told, you told me beforehand, I'm just like, I want to set this entire school on fire. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to let you, yeah, go ahead. But yeah, like, it just really took a toll on me. But I, when I found out about Fisk, like, my whole world flipped upside down. I was so excited. And my coach, the one coach, um, she's super sweet. Um, she she kind of knew, like, she would see me and she'd be like, you're not yourself. And I'm just like, I didn't really want to say because I don't trust my information with anybody at that place because somehow it always gets brought around. I said something super personal to supposed to be my captain and it got brought up to the coach who's and then started talking about it to others. And I'm just like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, it's just, it was a hot mess. Like it just like it, that whole it just needs reconstruction. I don't know. It just really sucked. Like, that just goes to show you don't give your hopes too high because you could – I was so excited to have a coach of color and, like, be like, I'll have, like, a bond, like, an understanding. Like, not, like, an easy pass or anything, but just, like, a true understanding. Like, he understands my struggles. Nope. It actually was the opposite. So, I'm just glad that I no longer have to be there. Um, no, yeah. I really – I hope that any gymnast of color chooses not to go there. That's my opinion. But I'm just trying to save y'all. Um, it's really just... No, I mean, like we, had the, it's, uh, we had a conversation with um, <laughs> one of your teammates the other day. And it's one of the, uh, with Morgan. She had a great experience with Kim Zanesco. You know, and, and that's, mm-hmm. that's great for her. But there's other yeah. gyms of color who did not have a great experience with Kim Zanesco. Namely Kennedy Baker, who had her hair cut off. With Kim yeah. It's like... You know, like you said, Coach Tarver, great experience with, with, with this man. You, however, did mm-hmm. not get that. And your story yeah. is just as valid because I, you know, like, like Coach Tarver, there may not meet as many of her, but there's so many more of you because, you know, you you had him as an older individual. You know, he he had time mm-hmm. to cultivate his, you know, team atmosphere and he failed to do so in a very he- in a healthy way. And it shows. Yeah. I mean... You, the way I see it, you girls should just have no worries in the world other than going and doing your gymnastics, making sure that you land on your feet and done, period. Like, mm-hmm. what you guys are doing yeah. is is so dangerous. And I think people forget that. And I think it's willful ignorance that, you know, they see them in the leotards and all that fanfare and the regalia and all this. But you guys are doing death. You guys are doing what Navy SEALs do in the leotards. And you're making it look cute, too. Like... <laughs> Now, one thing yeah. I did, like I told you earlier, when I was making this class picture behind me, 
I was so offended for you guys that I couldn't find for many of you girls one one picture of you guys in a white background and that's it but all the ball sports all the ball sports had all sorts of photo shoots and whatnot but you guys who are the best athletes in this entire world come at me bros like i don't really i could care less like you guys have are treated with such a low level priority and it, and it infuriates me because you guys deserve the world is there like something you could add to that like behind the scenes as far as that goes um well i know for like media day like it was since especially last year um there was literally 30 30 plus of us like 38 37 um so it was literally like you pick a pose you go outside behind the white little backdrop and you do it and that's that like it was really you couldn't even like see if it looked good like i know the ones i got this year were literally horrid and ugly and i hated all of them so I just was like, no, but it just, it just didn't feel like an experience. Like we had to switch out Leos with everyone, like at a meet, we literally had, didn't have enough Leos. So we had to literally change out of the one we competed in and give it to the next one. And I was on my period. I was like, I cannot give this girl my Leo. I'm sorry. <laughs> and they were like, well, you shouldn't. They were like, you know, I was told that I shouldn't be bleeding in it. And I'm like, wow, I'm sorry that I have a heavy period. I cannot help that. Maybe you should get more Leos and not have 22 athletes competing and all doing specialist events. Like, it just I'm like, sorry, I, what? Yeah, there was it's, about... You, you've been just dropping bombshells on me. And I'm just like, what? It's just very unsanitary. Like, it's just some of the things we had to do just... I don't know. I just feel like I talked to like my other teammates who went to like Pitt, Pitt, sorry, Pitt and like other schools and they never had to do that. So I just was like, yeah, this is not normal. <laughs> I don't know. Let's just, let's just, let's just, let's just that's a lot. Let's break that down real quick. First <laughs> off, 38 girls on the team. Not everybody fits on the roster. There's let's be honest. You know what I mean? Like not everybody fits on the roster and like, there's a roster for a reason. It's a genre. Why is it 38? Um, he, my coach at the time, he just wanted a big team because in the past he had teams that, sorry, there's flies. Oh, he same here, girl. I'm just like, like, what? I feel like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Go ahead. A team and B team or whatever. That's what he, that's what his plan was. It was like A team, B team. Um, I'm assuming that's what he wanted to do at Southern. I don't know, but it never really turned into A team, B team. I don't know. We went to like a travel meet and like girls were brought on as backups. It was, it was just a really weird system. I don't know. How many girls had scholarships? I don't know what was going. Um, I'm sorry. What did you How many girls had scholarships? Uh, a lot. I was a walk on, but a lot had, there was a few. Um, there was girls who didn't even do anything with scholarships, so I was just like, wow. But, yeah, um, there was a lot. Um, I know uh, some girls got, like, their full rides taken to give to these freshmen who didn't do anything. So, yeah, and, like, these girls, the girls that were on right full rides, well, two, um, they were actually doing stuff. Um, actually, Kiara, who you're going to interview later, mm -hmm. she Today, yeah. was with me freshman year. Yeah, she was with me freshman year, and so was Shannon. She's in Australia. She's from Australia, but she goes to Alaska now. And th those were my girls. Like, freshman year, it was me, Shannon, and Kiara. So when th those two left, um, my world literally broke because I was like, bruh. <laughs> like, I'm here by myself with these new girls who literally don't even accept me. Um, 
yeah, it just was super hard. Like that spring 2021, I really had to be something and someone I wasn't. I was doing things that I would never do, like ever, just to have their approval and acceptance. Like it really just took a turn. Like I really was like losing myself and I don't want to ever experience that. I'm just really happy that Kiara left when she did, got out. I'm happy that Shannon, Shannon wouldn't have left if by, sorry, I don't want to say his name, if my coach did not strip him strip her from her scholarship. And shout out to Alaska University who who <laughs> managed to raise the money they needed to be reinstated as a full-time program. Shout out to them because that that was a lot of money that could have been easily taken care of yeah. by a private donor that, again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm happy for her. She deserves that. Um, I'm just happy that the both of them, like, found their peace because... You deserve peace, man, though. That it, you deserve peace. I'm... I know I'm getting it, leaving. Thank, thank the Lord. But it took, it took longer than it should have. But I'm glad. I feel like everything happens for a reason. And when I saw this opportunity come up, like I had to take it. Like I was like, I have to leave. Like there's just no doubt about it. Like the thought of having to go back there, like another year, like I would have melted. Like there's just no way I would have survived. Like I don't even, like they're all. They were all figuring out their roommate situations. Blah blah blah. Like. I had, they, no one came to me and asked me, like, hey, do you have somewhere to live? Like, I would have been living by myself or with a random back in a dorm again. Like, it just, it just, like, there was no connection with nobody there for me, like, except Bianca. And I'm just glad I'm getting out. And Bianca, shout out to her because she's the one that pushed me to leave. Like, she was like, if you come back, I'm smacking you. Like, she was not happy. <laughs> that's a good friend to have. That's a, that's a good friend. I'm really shocked. Like, I know, like, shout out to her because she's, like, definitely, like, I know you're saying I'm strong, but that girl is, like, strong. Like, she has endured so much, like, being on her own, having to legit be amazing at what she does and not being supported at all. Like, by, like, your team's supposed to be your number one supporter, and she never got that once in her life. And, you know what? I'm just super proud of her and, like, everything she does. She amazes me. She's truly my inspiration. And she's truly why I was like, you know what, I'm leaving. Because she pushed me. Because if I really didn't have that push, like, I would have stayed. I would have just thugged it out and just stayed and been miserable. But I feel like I deserve a chance to be happy and to enjoy life. Like, enjoy what I want to do. Like, Period. I was, I was going to say, say not that. Worth it. Like, you... There's a lot to be said of, her, of a person's character when they can sit there clearly in pain, clearly hurting, clearly, like, you know just trying to get things off their chest, still have the grace to show others grace and give some other people their flowers. That in itself says more about you than anything else we could have said in this entire conversation. It's just, it is such a privilege to be able to talk to you, especially like, it seems like you've been able to get to a place of at least starting to like acclimate yourself with the idea of peace. Because sometimes when you're going through like, waiting through like all the, all the bullshit, like peace can seem like it's a foreign concept. Because you're so used yeah. to like the constant strife and the constant bullshit, and, like it, it, it starts to accumulate. You're like, do I just like you said, it may have been good. Like, do I even deserve peace? Like, I, maybe mm-hmm. I did something that to deserve all this. So to see you and talk to you in a place that, like I, earlier, I was like, it, it feels heavy talking to you, and not in a bad way. Just like it yeah. feels like you are someone who has been through a lot that they didn't deserve. Yeah. It just was like super hard too, because like being a person of color like you see teammates 
tote in like blue lives matter <laughs> and things like that and it's just like like you have your opinion but it's just hard because it's like wow like <laughs> and there was like a time where we had a circle discussion and the african um black history month was brought up and it's like hey can we do something for that it was mute nobody like the captain's mute it was just like no but Girl, even for optics like geez <laughs> Like, I don't know, like, it was brought up, it was brought up by, like, a girl that is not a person of color, and she was like, hey, can we, like, do Black History Month, like, something for it, and it just was like, mm, we'll see. Like, it really wasn't, nothing ever was enacted. Bro, that is February. I, they have, they have new captains now, so, and I know that they're gonna definitely start putting more out, because I already see it on, like, their social media, so I hope there's, like, a turnover but for my last two years, it sucked. And I really hope there's a turnover for that, honestly, because it's not a good look. It really isn't. And the, like, mental distraught that I went through was just, it's not normal. Like, it's no, college. It's, like, it's, it's everyone's not normal. talking about how they had fun in college, and, like, I was miserable. And I really feel like if I wasn't doing gymnastics there, I maybe I would have enjoyed it because I did make friends outside of it because I had to. I was forced to because, obviously, I wasn't making friends there. I had Bianca, but... Bianca, Bianca survived as well because she, her bestest friends, not just me, but are people that are, don't do sports. Like, and I was like, wow, like, let me do that. Like, let me find people that don't do sports. And I built connections with those people and we became good friends. So like, I do feel like if I didn't do a sport, maybe my experience would have been better there. But man, doing that gymnastics there really like, it made me stronger. I will say that, but it definitely. But it would cost like. Yeah. Like it's something I regret. Like, if I could look into the future, I would have never went there <laughs> ever in my life. <laughs> no. Okay, let's, let's, I guess, because there's, there's, I could have three interviews with you and just, like, sit here and be like, okay, let's, let's talk about that situation. Cause it, <laughs> that's also fucked off and that's not right. And they need to be exposed for that. But I don't want to hold you much longer because, again, we have a yeah. day full of interviews, y'all. So we're going to, we're talking to this queen. Then we're going to talk to another queen after her. And then we have another one after that. Um, I just got a text from Michaela. Michaela is not going to be joining us today. So, a uh, quick little, uh, I guess, tidbit of information. Michaela just um, quit her job. So, she's not in the headspace to be dealing with, you know, this. And, of course, not me. And we know how much I can be. But, um, yeah. Uh, oh. It just, <laughs> this feels heavy in a sense, like, I, I can't just let it happen. Like, I, I had I been aware that this happened to you, I would have been in Southern Connecticut like immediately. I'd be like, <laughs> I don't even know where I am. I've never been to Connecticut. Don't know where the Connecticut cuts. You know what I mean? But I, yeah, yeah, that's not okay. And then, like you said, it's not normal. It's not normal. It's not. Yeah. But okay, so you are not Fisk. How is that going? How is Tennessee? Do you like it? Do you like being a bulldog? Like, like tell me, just. Tell me, tell me great things. Tell me great things. Um, so I'm not at Fisk yet. I'm still okay. at home in Pennsylvania. But when I went on my recruitment trip, I loved it. Like, I immediately just felt the joy come back, like, through my body. Like, when I saw Coach Corinne, she was so loving, like, so, like, eager to talk. And I just was like, wow, like, this is what I've, like, been longing for. Like, just a coach who cares. Like, I just felt like the joy, like we went to go see the gym. I was so excited. Like the training facility is bomb that we're going to be training at. 
Um, coming from Southern, where it's literally dirt poop, um, there's no mats, there's literally nothing. We're landing. I actually had a stress fracture because I landed on the basketball court off the ball on my back and got a concussion. But it's just, it wasn't safe to be doing Wait, what I'm sorry, doing. we cannot just brush that off. What? <laughs> yeah, I did a flip and landed on my back on the basketball court because the vault is like on a basketball court like we're literally in where the place is it's like a whole facility but we share like a part so it's like cut up divided by curtains and the basketball court is cut off with like a thing it's not it's not a place where you should train like it's literally like a competition setting it was like was anybody that. like there's aren't there safety regulations for this like don't isn't someone supposed to go in there and be like okay this is okay they can practice here um or well it, i mean I guess because there's mats around, but like the mat wasn't there because it was being used. So that's how I fell. But you know, that was honey. I would have sued. I would have sued immediately. I'm I'm like, if if my pinky even, if a hair hurts, I'm suing. Like, (laughs) no, yeah, that's why my body definitely is just. There was a lot of injuries too. Like there were girls in boots. We would go to meets. They were in boots. Take off the boot. Go compete. Like the girl had a stress fracture. Yeah, it was just not. I'm sorry, Reagan Smith. What? I will call my mom and be like, Mom, like, they're competing with stress fractures. Like, my one teammate at Rutgers, she literally hurt herself, and she was in a boot, takes off the boot, goes compete at your chinko pool. She's like, I have to do it. I'm like, girl, you do not have have to do do anything. Like, you are hurt. You are literally hurt. And I I did the same thing. Like, I had that, but that's, at the time, it was in the beginning, and I was trying to earn this man's, like, love respect whatever like i was just trying to make him care and i was like doing stuff on like a broke uh popped out ankle but that i was like you know what it ain't worth it it ain't worth it yeah. so every time i was hurting i'm like i'm going to the trainers because uh, immediately I'm, <laughs> I'm going to my acupuncturist like I, I, yeah, no like, it wasn't worth it, but like so many girls had injuries so many girls in boots so many it just was piling up and they would wear the boot on the bus to the meet take it off to compete put it back on I'd be like, what is this? Like, that's just not okay. Now like, we know why there was 38 a- girls. The body count. Yeah, um, he would. He loves saying, if you're hurt, you're invisible. Um, I think that was super rude to say. But it's just a lot of things really just, like, engraved in the back of my mind. And it's like, wow, like, you can really say that to your athlete and, like, walk home at night and be okay. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like if why would would you say this to your own kids? Like how would you feel? Like would you say know? this to yourself? Like, and that I that's not that question. Like if you're if you say it to someone else, and would you say it to yourself? Like you know, I, I the gall, yeah. the gall. Exactly. <sighs> I don't know. It's just I'm just super glad to be getting out of there. No. I wish them the best. Um, but Again, the, the I, grace you have still to extend grace towards him. Like that is. Couldn't be me. Yeah, I just like I'm a really a type of person I don't hold grudges because I don't want it to I wanna flourish in life. Yeah. Like I'm trying I wanna embrace all the fists that Fist has to offer. I want to take in every opportunity and I just wanna move on with my life and just leave that there. Like I literally wanna lock it away and throw it away in a river. Like, Behind I don't seven ever locked doors. Open. Exactly. Like but I do wish them like the best and I do wish them a good season. I really hope that things turn over and better for them because because what, what gets me is like um, like like your story i'm sure there's countless others that have been through this exact situation at the exact same school 
No. When there was a the previous coach, not the one before him, but the one before him, um, Jerry, he was super sweet. Um, that's who my coach at club actually went to Southern and had him. And she loved her experience. And I had the opportunity to meet Jerry, and he was such a sweet soul. And I really wish he didn't retire because maybe I, I feel like I would have loved it there. But once everything happened and he got hired, the next one got hired, who I was my coach, I really wish I could look into the future. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. And maybe I was supposed to go through that to build who I am today and to continue building. What is the so, thing people say? Like if you'll bring it to it, he'll bring it through it. Exactly. <laughs> okay, I don't want to hold yeah, you much but, longer because I'm sure yeah. very bu- booked and busy. You know what I mean? So let's see. Yeah. Um, so Michaela's not joining us, which is kind of sad because I kind of rely on her. And when I, you know, I, I'm a talker. <laughs> like I we could sit yeah. here for like five hours and we're just still on one topic. She keeps it moving. <laughs> but um, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. The, the quick fire questions, mm-hmm. right? Um, okay. And then I'll let you go. So you can get back to your Saturday morning. Um, here we go. Are we ready? Oh, well, here's, before we do that, what is something that you would say to a little young black girl or girl of color coming in the sport right now? Um, I want to tell them that you're going to have so much fun. Um, spread your wings. Fly as high as you can. Um, now that there's an opportunity for an HBCU, um, take the opportunity. Like, there's nothing, there's no limit to your dreams. Um, continue to strive for greatness. Never let anyone or anything tell you that you can't do something and let it get in the way of your dreams. Because that happened to me, and I realized that I'm capable of more than I know. And I hold the power to make my own reality. And you're capable of more than you know. And just be you. Be authentically you. And that will get you far in life. I'm clutching this like headphone cord to so I don't cry. <laughs> um, all right. Again, rapid fire questions. Boom, 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 boom. First thing comes to mind. Let's go. Favorite gymnast other than yourself? Dominique Dawes. Slay. Uh, favorite skill? Double pike on floor. Favorite skill you wish you could have learned? Double layout on floor. Cool. Skill that you're just like just throw it away. Um, anything to do with bars. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> no, I. The calluses, the calluses, <laughs> and then the rips. I'm like, this is not normal. Like this is abuse. Just, the stigmata. Like what? Are, what's going on here? Uh, favorite leotard you've ever worn? Foxy leotards, the open back Ooh. ones. I love those. Ooh, okay. Uh, like a lion one. Ooh, we love a lot. We love a theme. <laughs> favorite workout. Like it can be V-sits or it can be like, you know, uh, sprints or whatever it is. Favorite workout that you're just like, this is this, this um, gets me going. Like any hit workout. Like Ooh. I love those. Okay. Yeah. Uh, most recently played song. A Keeper by Drake. Ooh, that entire album, let me tell you. Mm. What, love it. What is your top five favorite, like top five songs or most played songs of all time? Oof, any song by Summer Walker. I love her. Oof. I love her so much. I can't. <laughs> I love uh, Ari, yeah. Ari Lennox. Oh, please. Oh, yeah. Pressure. I, I will just say, pressure. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll run my house. <laughs> I'll be doing nothing. <laughs> pressure. Like, uh. Okay. And now, where can people find you? Where can they follow you? How can they keep on with the journey? 
Go ahead. Um, my Instagram, Brianna Daniels, and my Twitter, Brianna Daniels One. Fan. Same thing, just add a one to the end. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, anything else you want to tell people before we go? And I, you know, send you on your way. Um, I was super excited talking to you. Um, this was it felt really good to get this stuff off my chest. I feel like I've been keeping it forever. Um, like I said, it was my own experience. Everyone has their own, but this is my story, and I'm ready to build a sisterhood with my teammates at Fisk. I'm super excited. And once, girl, once the season's over, because I know you guys are going through a lot right now. I know the pressure's on. I know that, you know how nerves can be. I want to have you back, and I want you to lay out all these people, read all these people for, for Phil. So, I mean, don't hold back, because what you told me before we started, that was, I, I, I want to I flip a table. Oh no, flip a table. <laughs> so um, thank yeah. you so much for this privilege. You've been amazing. And guys, we'll be back at uh, ooh, in like an hour. Um, I'm going to try to get Michaela ready. I'm going to go like, you know, try to like, you know, be in her corner. So thank you so much, yeah. Brianna. You were amazing. Thank you so much. Bye, thank y'all. Thank you so much. Have a good day. This, this will be available in audio format later on tonight. So look out for that. Bye, y'all.